Hello, everyone. My name's Hank Suttle. And I'm Casey McBride. And we're here with another fun episode of Spirit Crazy Shots. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us today. And we are doing one of Casey's favorite things, because just recently he has gone down the whole thing of doing online readings. So we thought, why not dedicate an entire conversation around spiritual readings and how they can be beneficial? And if you can't see the cool picture that we have in the background, because we're blocking it, let me uh, show it to you real quick, because I really like it. Oh, here we go. So Yeah, there we go. I <laughs> <laughs> really like it. Uh, so. Uh, I like Casey start because you're the one that has really been on fire of uh, finding a passion for doing these readings online. Oh yeah. So I have, uh, I did, I remember now, I think it was about 12 years ago. I did my first reading and one, I didn't know that I was about to do a reading and I didn't even know it was a reading at the time. Um, uh, so it just kind of happened accidentally, but really made me realize like, Oh wow. Okay. These things that I'm tapping into and perceiving are very, very real. And I got like proof. I got deniable proof or right then like, when this event happened and um and then it took me a number of years am i hearing myself echoing sorry through you hank i don't think so i'm just having hearing you in my headphones so oh, all right sorry maybe, maybe, maybe spirits creating a feedback loop for it could be anyway so there were years in between when i um uh was just learning different modalities learning to practice energy meditate uh become more aware of energy and spirit etc um, but then I don't know when I actually started to do practice readings for people. I think it sort of happened organically where I was, um, I, I was doing a lot of journeying in order to connect with my spirit guides and other people's spirit guides. And then I realized, oh, why don't I just do this with my eyes open and talk to people's spirit guides that are hanging out around them. Um, and there were years and years where I did all kinds of free and practice readings online on Facebook groups. And um, there were days when I would do just like seven full readings back to back. And I had to learn about, you know, only doing as much as my body and my energy allows and all, made all kinds of wonderful, beautiful mistakes along the way. Um, but still, even up to this point with as much experience as I had and with as powerful these readings were for people and, and have been for a long time, um, I had never taken that step to actually offering them to uh, the public and, and and doing it as a business venture. Um, and then again, recently I started trading readings with a lot of very skilled readers. And um, the message that kept coming through from every single person was, it's time for you to take this and go big. Like do it as a business thing and you're gonna go big really quickly. So I figured, okay, well now I have to listen. So it's time to do something. Um, so I was sitting there in spirit, uh, well one day was like, hey, Make a Facebook group. So I made a group for psychic development. Uh, yeah, any uh, <laughs> Northeast Ohio. It's like, you look at you. You're it's almost group. like we can, yeah. but we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I made this group, Northeast Ohio Psychic Development, for people who are interested in practicing readings, trading readings, asking questions about psychic development or just spiritual growth in general. And um, right, up, it was amazing. A bunch of people uh, said they wanted to join, and we've already got a really cool community there, and it's been so much fun uh, just interacting with all the people there. Um, but then um, I was really getting the message that it's time to like do this as a, a business thing. Still hadn't charged anyone up to this point. And then um, Spirit came through and was like, go online and do a live stream. And I thought, um, 
Oh, and it looks like Navina wanted to know what that group was called again. Yeah, Maybe put that up there. Hey, if you search for that on Facebook, it will come up for you. Because uh, yeah. the, the link is just a whole bunch of random numbers, but you can customize that. We'll talk later about that. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so Spirit was like, go on, do a live stream. I didn't even really know what that entailed, but I have this <laughs> the streaming service that we use. So, I, okay, I'm going to set it up, put it all in, got on, and uh, I didn't know what I was about to do. And um, I was like, okay, if there's anyone interested in getting a little mini reading, let me know. And it was like, all these people coming through <laughs> asking for reading. So I was like, oh, cool. This was obviously meant to be. And um, it's just taken off. And within a matter of just a couple of days, uh, like I'm already getting really booked up and it's been so amazing. And I'm so grateful. Um, uh, so yeah, I just want to talk about uh, readings. There's a lot of things me and Hank were kind of talking about, uh, um, like sort of, uh, not mistakes, but things people could do better when asking questions of readers and um, all kinds of things. Uh, but to me, it's I have so, so much fun with this. So uh, I'm very excited. And I don't know if you knew this, but the, the whole reason I got into the reading business, I didn't even plan on it. I had started going to Fellowships of the Spirit specifically for the learning the healing techniques. I had no interest in doing readings. But one of the things of that program is you have to do 70 documented readings and 70 documented healings per year. And of course, in classic Hank fashion, I uh, procrastinated. And mm -hmm. I had I had to do like all of them in like a month. So I went and talked to Pat and Jim, who owned Goddess Elite at the time, and said, hey, uh, can you send it out to your email list? I just want to do like free readings, burn through these 70 some, however many I had to do for the two years, uh, <laughs> and, and get these under my belt so I can you know, graduate and get my ministry license and all that. And Pat, I didn't know I was getting doing an interview read, but uh, Pat had sat me down and I did a reading for her. And then they sent it out. And when they sent out the announcement, they're like, Hank's doing these for Fellowships of the Spirit. And then he'll be staying on doing readings every Thursday at Goddess Elite. And then I became a store reader. And oh. so it just, you know, just uh, fell into it. And, and then it became a, a big part of my business too. Oh, that's <laughs> and it is, it's so, um, you know, uh, it's so fulfilling for me um, because, well, one, I just have fun with it. I love interacting with people's spirit guides and getting to and it, just getting to connect with so many incredible beings. Uh, the humans, of course, the human interaction is, is amazing for me. I love to connect, but then also these plethora of guides and beings that come through are just so fun to learn to communicate with. Um, but then it really helps people. And, and I've really realized really that, that readings are, they are a healing modality for people mm -hmm. uh, if, 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 if done in a way that allows it to be. Well, and that and the person coming for the reading, there's a different types of readings. Like there's some that I call fluff and buff where it's someone that just wants to hear how great everything is. And then there's other ones that just want to know what's my finances look like in the next year? How's my relationship? How's my job? That type of thing. And then there's people, and this is the ones that I like to focus on is what could I be doing that would create the greatest possibility in my life right. that are, are really looking for what could I heal? that will remove the limitations and let me start to soar with my own gifts. And those are the ones that I personally love. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, there, and I've kind of been going back and forth with this and it's interesting. Spirit sometimes in response to those questions such as, uh, you know, should I quit my job? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> Sometimes spirit will actually come through and like have an answer for that, like, like, like yes or no. And, uh, and I uh, and I always hesitate to share that. And, I, and oftentimes I'll even ask, I'll be like, is there a way that we can phrase this in order to create a lot more possibility for this person? Uh, because all be be beings are different. Some beings are like, they're, they're just like, yeah, tell her, yeah, whatever, you know? <laughs> and then other <laughs> beings are like, like, listen, we need to, we need to sit down and talk to this person 
uh, and and get them to shift their attention and their thinking around this. And um, and then when beings start to talk in that way, and we can really uh, coach guide the person uh, to coming back to themselves and like and really questioning their relationship around the idea of of whatever this is uh, to create more possibility. Then like things really start to open up for people. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, uh, there are some people that do just want to hear any answer that they already kind of have an idea of what the answer is supposed to be. Right. And usually my take on that, when, the, when people ask that question, they already want out of whatever it is. And the question then becomes, well, what is it that I created this job for? Have I learned it? And because it, if they, even if they quit or they go to something else, if they haven't taken away whatever that on the job training was spiritually, then they may just recreate a similar set of circumstances and find themselves in the same boat. That's why in astrology, it's the same thing cycling over and over again until you break at, break the cycle and start to use the energies skilled instead of unskilled. Because there's like, you can use the energies either way. So it's like, well, if you are looking for a different job, well, what is it that you created this job for and have you gotten everything that you need? Because if the answer is no, then you maybe it's better to learn it here instead of jumping ship and going somewhere else just to recreate it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but they, they, you know, these, uh, when, when spirit does come through and, and talk in that way to guide people towards like having those realizations on their own, um, you know, I, I, sometimes I see and I feel like things start to shift, like the energy around it. And like where, what may have came through is like, okay, yeah, quit the job. Uh, and, and, uh, and then I go, okay, well, can, is there a way we can talk to her about that? It'll make her to like, get there to ship this. And then I'll kind of say some things and then like their energy shifts and then their guides are like, oh, now she's ready to actually hear what we what we really want to right. say. That was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I shared with this, um, shared this with you offline before where when I have like yes and no questions, I see it like a speedometer gauge and you have zero on one side, which is like a hard no and a hundred percent on the other side, which is a hard yes. And you can actually tune in. And as you start to ask the question, well, if I just deliver this as is, where does, where's our new job fall in the needle? Oh no, it's like less than 10%. So like then you work in the reading to start reframing or building something else around it. And you can see that as you do that, it will shift how it's received and what possibilities it will create. Which brings us to a really important point to talk on when asking these questions about finite things like this. We create our realities. We've talked about this in many, many of our past shows. Um, but we are the creators. We decide what happens in the in the future. It's all in the moment of now, really, that things happen. But we decide what happens. We create this reality. And so, um, you know, if you're uh, asking about, okay, yo, uh, what is, you know, what is my, who's my next relationship going to be? When's it going to happen? And are we going to get married? You know, and are these kind of questions, you know, you create that reality. You can manifest whatever you want. Um, just it's what, what are you in the space of allowing? Um, so, um, and that's the thing you could ask a question like that. Spirit could go, okay, we're going to get married to this guy. His name's Ken and he looks like this and you're going to get married at age 20, whatever. And then, you know, uh, but then that may be true in this moment, the way your energy is right now. But then something happens and your energy shifts. And now that future is a completely different one that you're that you're working towards. And maybe like the exact opposite. Um, right. What you know? if you brought that through and that's like from spirit or whatnot. However, um, if they didn't defining, define their future by what was just said, they may have had a greater and different possibility. So it's like, yeah, that might be so. Is there something greater than that that I could receive? Is there even a better creation ship that I could have? And to always strive for not settling and looking for what what more could I receive from the universe and co-creation? Yeah, absolutely. And as far as that goes, uh, uh, you know, um, 
it's limitless, the possibilities of what we can create. And I know for myself, um, just to share a little story, I had, uh, we're in the whole COVID-19 thing right now for anyone tuning in in the future. Everyone who's watching obviously knows that. Um, but uh, because of that, I'm a, I am a massage therapist. And um, that was uh, like primarily what I was doing for income. And I still am going to be doing it once I'm able to do it again. Um, but I started to get to the point because I, it's been like two months now that I've been out of work. And uh, I had I still had this sort of like idea in the back of my head that like massage and healing is like the bread and butter, uh, you know, and like these other ventures that were going on. I knew that they were going to become something a lot bigger but in my mind there was still like this sort of limitation around it and then as i was getting these readings and my energy was starting to shift and i finally like went on and was like all right i'm going to commit and do this um the energy's completely shifted and wow did that change um just uh from like a financial standpoint my first two days of offering these readings uh, like I, I did better than I would normally do a whole week of doing massage therapy. How is it getting better than that? <laughs> right. How, and, and the universe is going to show me how it gets better than that every single day. And um, uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, and, and for me, up until just a couple of days ago, that was not a, a, a potential possibility that I was even really considering. I'll just say that like a week ago, I wasn't even thinking about offering readings uh, to people. Like I, it was not in my scope of awareness at all, but uh, what I was, what was in my scope of awareness, that was whatever possibilities the universe has for me for abundance in all areas, I'm open to whatever it has to offer. And it doesn't have to be a certain way. I'm just open to whatever it's going to bring. And sure enough, it brought it. So it's been, uh, so yeah, so stay open and realize that if you have a certain idea of how things are supposed to sort of progress for you in relationships, career, or whatever area of your life, know that an entirely new possibility that you're, is not even in your ballpark could come in and it could be the most amazing thing for you. And we've talked about that before, that the difference between manifestation, which is how something shows up, and actualization that it shows up. A lot of times we get caught so much up on the how that we cut ourselves off from receiving. And that didn't happen for you because you work, uh, you were basically saying, universe, how am I going to create um, with my current situation? And it unfolded in a way you never would have anticipated a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And these questions. So <laughs> I, I, at, at, for, I'm going to tell you, Hank, when I first, now I, I've, I've been familiar with manifestation, actualization, whatever you want to call it for a long a long time, many years, and I've worked with it using the affirmation kind of like this already is as it is, and it has worked for me. And like, okay, this is this like, okay, I have this, this is happening, and then boom, like it, it I work and it shows up, hundred percent of the time, almost it's it's happened. But the questions thing, uh, when you first presented to me, <laughs> questions are a lot more powerful than these affirmations. I was very skeptical. I'm gonna I'm gonna be. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm, I haven't experienced that. I don't know. Uh, but I started to play with it. And um, there was like a good <laughs> couple of weeks where I would ask these questions and I'm like, I, I, just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I'm not really being specific enough and had all these weird ideas around it and then started to really play with it more and more. And um, then I really started, I was like, you know what I'm going to do this. So I started to actually ask these questions of like, like really open questions too. Like what magic can I create today? Right. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. And um, and then uh, things started to show up and it's gotten to the point now where I was just telling Hank before we came on where these questions start to come through and I'm actually able to perform really powerful healings 
just by guiding people to ask themselves questions like instant healings. Mm -hmm. So these questions are really powerful for all of you who are interested in like where we always ask these, you know, what possibilities can I create? What can I do? What can I allow? Like, try it. <laughs> and that's why I, I kind of have gotten away like the last year or so. I, other than through Goddess of Lead, I haven't even advertised that I do full readings. So what I've been doing is I, I have it on my website as intuitive facilitations. And it's just questions. It's all question based, asking the questions and combining that with like a clearing statement. and letting people come to their own awareness and they're diving into the energy that's causing limitation and recognizing it and shifting it right just with a question that's all that you need to do uh and, and everything starts to shift because you've identified the energy and they're in a place of willingness to shift and change it and boom magic happens i it love is. it it's and it's amazing you know and it's funny because i i love massage therapy it's it's a beautiful modality and just the hands-on work and uh, and and i have a really unique style where i I slow down and like, I am so mindful and I like, I'm feeling the energy exchange between uh, the bodies and everything. And I facilitate really awesome healing for people. Um, uh, I'm going to say there, there is a strain on the body, you know, especially the way that I do it, you know, um, uh, there's sometimes that like you come out of it and I, there are times where I'm like, I need to rest my hands for like a whole two weeks or else like, you know, I'm going to injure myself or something. And I'm able to perform like sometimes even more powerful healings than that just by like effortlessly asking questions. How amazing is that? You know, and I'll always do both, but I think that like the possibilities around this, this shamanic healing that I'm learning and these questions and all that are just, uh, they're really exciting for me. And um, I, uh, uh, you know, anyone who's listening, if you've never experienced the power of energy healing or like this kind of thing that we're talking about, uh, I think you owe it to yourself to at least open up to the possibility of trying it because. Yeah, they say suspend your disbelief just for right. a moment. Just for see a moment. what your yeah, see what your experience will be. Just for a second, you don't have to buy into it forever, but just <laughs> for a second, allow it, and then see what happens from there. <laughs> Absolutely, and one one of the things that I do, um, I, I have like no limit healing sessions, which is basically uh, whatever my guidance tells me, and I always start my sessions with what can what could this session be, what could we do that would create the greatest possibility? And sometimes where I, I love for doing my sound therapy and shamanism, occasionally I might, I got like, oh, just the light, subtlest energy, like barely a trickle, right? And then that at the end of that, the person said, every healer they go to, they totally just blast them up with as much energy as they can. And she's so sensitive that she can never take it. And I was yeah. the first healer that she actually came back to. Because asking that question, whatever, well, you know, if they sign up on your website for a massage, you kind of owe them a massage or whatnot. But um, <laughs> but if people are open to it, just to enter into a session with no expectation of anything happening, but with the awareness that the possibilities could be infinite. Uh, that's the energy where you really remove the cap, you remove any glass ceiling or limitation and can really step into something amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and um you can do that with anything, you know, whether you're looking to heal or um, like any situation you go into. If you ask about like, you know, what uh, uh, what can I allow and uh, what, what can I do to create the greatest possibility in whatever? Uh, if you're going into a business meeting or if you're working like sales or something, ask questions like that around uh, like, you know, the sale you're about to go into and watch how it starts to shift. And, you know, and uh, if you can start with small things, big things, doesn't matter. You can, you can start to make enormous shifts and uh, like with anything, really. Uh, it's, I just get so excited uh, playing with this stuff because it's, it's amazing. The universe is just showing me, and that, but also the energy of play, right? If we get really serious about these questions and we start to like 
you know, okay, what possibility can I create? And we're sitting there like, oh, I have to have that possibility, you know, but just playing with it. Like, you know, what magic can I create today? Let's see. Let's have fun. If you're in that space of like that playful energy, the universe is much more ready and willing to go like, oh, here it is. I'm willing to play along with you. Uh, but that like seriousness, I think what it does when we take the, our spiritual work, which I, it's not work to me or whatever we're doing, we take, <laughs> if we look at it as work and, and we have this seriousness about it, um, I think there, there's one, there's heaviness that happens in our energy field in our body, um, which, you know, if you look into like the shamanism that I'm learning, there are terms for that uh, called like hucha and things. Um, but like you feel it energetically. And I think there's uh, there's like a denseness, a density that comes into our field that then uh, blocks us from receiving like a lot of free flowing energy or at least slows it down. That's the way I kind of feel it. Uh, as. it definitely. It should feel light. Well, there's no right or wrong. If it feels heavy, roll with it, you know, but uh, right. you, your point of view creates your reality. And if you can be in a space of lightness and fun and focus on that, you'll create more lightness and fun in your life. So even whether, you know, if you got to do an oil change in your car or take your kids to the dentist or whatever it is that you're doing, if you can do it from the place of play, uh, just everything becomes a lot lighter and could be holding a lot more possibility for you than taking it so serious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, especially I, yourself, especially oh, yourself. Because yeah. if you if you don't take it seriously, it you'll find it very hard to judge you if you're just playing. Because if you like look at kids out playing tag, slipping and falling down face first in the mud, right? Uh, that's all playful, and there's even with that, there's a lightness around it, and you can laugh about it. But like now, as an adult, if you fell face first in the mud, I'm like, oh, like ruin your day. Why not be able to smile about it and and just <laughs> roll with that fun and be like, wow, I'm really connecting with the earth today. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And it's funny because I was just thinking of like several examples of me backpacking and like totally like bailing, falling and like face first in, in the dirt and everything. And that is my reaction. I get up and I just like laugh. And people are like, are you okay? And I'm like, ah, not really, but it's awesome. <laughs> well, I just told the story, I think yesterday about when I was thanking the uh, Lake Erie for some work that I had done. And I just turned my back for a moment and this, the water, this big wave hit the break, uh, like the stairs where this park is, and this big thing of water came up and just crashed right over me. And these people that were coming down the steps saw the whole thing, and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm just laughing. I'm like, "Yeah, that was awesome. That was <laughs> great experience." Oh, I love it. Uh. <laughs> and next time we do one called spiritual readings, because I guarantee you, uh, my awareness is that everybody who was tuning in, they thought we were doing yeah. readings right now. <laughs> I was doing the exact same thing. Oh yeah, I know. And we we got one trooper that has uh, stayed with us the whole time, probably, or maybe I I don't know if it's. Oh, oh, I never us. made my Facebook public, so let's see about that. <laughs> well, yeah, you should definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that way, that, that way that we got rid of all the people wanting to new readings, maybe you could do that. <laughs> uh, uh, well, especially since this is posted to my personal profile and my shaman's way page where I have been doing these live stream readings that like people are probably tuning in because they think it's one of those, but uh, so, oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, I would actually, I would right now, but I have, I have readings scheduled after this and I, I don't, I, I have to, well, we'll plan one on purpose where we actually will do readings. Yes. And, and, and we'll go with that or you'll do what you do and I do. I'll do what I do. Oh, that would be super fun. I, I look forward to that one. Now, I will that's what brings up an interesting topic, though, of this, um, like, uh, uh, psychic endurance, like I've kind of been saying. 
So I think it, it's probably, it may be different for everyone who does these readings. Uh, but the reason that I can't just go 24 hours a day, like I would want to and, um, and continually do readings. So one, I have to like eat and sleep, but other than that, um, the reason I'm limited to doing a certain number in a day is to me, it's not that as I do these readings, I'm like depleting my energy reserves. In, in fact, it's sort of the opposite. So much energy starts to flow through me that I start to feel really ungrounded. And then it's like my brain gets all frazzled and then I, um, and then it's almost like I'm stoned or something. Well, and try to, try today when you do your readings, try running the thymus energies. At right I, had, I, had, I had to do that after one today um, because I was really like, Ooh. and then I did the thymus energy run afterward and, and that really helped. Well, why not do it during? and see what your experience is. Well, maybe you try that with a, a non-paid one just in case so like it totally throws you a curveball or something like that. But yeah. it, it maybe would help you stay because that helps the body and the being to work together congruently. Yeah. And if, if you're going so far out, like what would it take for the being to be within the body and be in full allowance of all the energies without you getting too spacey? Yeah, 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 definitely. I was looking to- Because it's possible. For sure. Yeah. When, when I was, when we did uh, reading parties, because between God Asleep, I did that. And then I had a whole bunch of friends who they had reading parties for me. And we, I would start like 10 o'clock in the morning and go to eight o'clock at night. And every 20 minutes I was flipping people and I would do like a 10 minute reading and a 10 minute healing. Oh. And I was, and I, and I would do that the entire day. And at the end, um, I would, I would still feel great. Um, now, there was one time when uh, I don't know what was different about it, but I actually had to pull over and me and my wife, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, but we switched places and she drove home. Cause I was like, at that point I was just wiped. I just think <laughs> I, I, I worked the whole day. I hadn't eaten. Cause you also forget to eat sometimes. Yeah. yeah I get so excited. Yeah. Well, although I get super hungry. That's another interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you find yourself craving certain things. Like I know at fellowships, uh, we would go through cases of bananas when we would have like the spiritual insight training weekends. And even when I was going through the training, like I'm eating, sitting there eating bananas. I'm like, I don't even like bananas and I can't get enough bananas. <laughs> and uh, they were saying like the, your body goes through certain types of uh, nutrients, like uh, potassium, for example, and things like uh, uh, potatoes and uh, bananas and things high in potassium could be a contribution uh, to help your body replenish the things that it's using while you're doing the readings. Hmm. See, that's a whole fascinating topic for me. Um, but no, I, I, I guess I'm going to have to pay more attention to the things that I'm craving. But I think um, uh, a, a lot of the time it's it's more, I don't know, yeah, maybe... Um, well, I don't know. Comfort foods really are, are what I seem to crave. Oh, yeah, sometimes after a show, when I was doing the whole thing, I would like have to stop and get Chipotle on the way home, and I, I just had to do something in part to ground. Maybe now that I'm thinking about it, like I, I never really realized why I was doing it, or I would even call it junking it up. Like I would stop at a fast food place that's probably not so healthy, like a Taco Bell or whatever, and get like really unhealthy food after a big show when I was doing a lot. Multiple readers say the same thing. I've heard multiple people say like they like they like I have to go out and get like Burger King <laughs> <laughs> after after I do too many. This is a, yeah, yeah. I know like, like for me I said I had uh, uh, like the one day I'm sitting there and I'm like I, like I didn't really have all that much food prepared or anything and I'm like I have to make a giant thing of spaghetti right now like that's what <laughs> and I just need to eat you know not the healthiest thing but <laughs> and recently ever since I went vegan. Um, I occasionally I'll get these spurts of really wanting pineapple and pistachios. I don't know what it is about the combination, but I can't get enough of it. Like I would go through a whole bag of, of pistachios and I would get like a whole pineapple, cut it up and like eat it in a day or two. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I had that recently with, uh, well, and I still have it somewhat with mangoes. Oh my God. When I first like 
but really started to, I was going to for years, I never really had a properly ripe mango. They're always underripe or something. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the first time I had a properly ripe mango, something lit up in my brain and was like, you need as many of those as you can get into your body. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes I'll go to the store and I come back, I have this bag of like nine big mangoes and they're just sitting there like waiting to get ripe. And then like, I'll just eat like three mangoes in a sitting and, so something about something that's in those mangoes, my body won't. And, and I really feel that's your body communicating. If you get a sudden craving, it's like I need something like that. And there's well, there's other possibilities for that too. The, the distinction between, as I feel, I need to create some context around this. It's asking like, what are you inspired to eat versus like a craving? Craving could actually be like fat cells, like releasing stuff that was stored, and then you having the idea of going to get Taco Bell from because you just were burning some fat from it. Versus like an inspiration, hey, I need some pineapples because it's going to be a contribution. So I think there's a little bit of a difference between like a true inspiration of what you would like your body's wanting, desiring, versus like a, some weird craving. Does that make that, sense? Oh yeah, I know that perfectly makes sense. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna share. I, I go through um, once a year. I do a master cleanse where I do that well on the day diet, where it's like green bee maple syrup, lemons, spring water, and cayenne pepper. And when I go through that, I get the craziest cravings for like this most unhealthy food. And I just uh, that's where I have the awareness that as your body detoxes sometimes and it's burning off whatever fat was stored from that meal, that you'll have these crazy cravings of things that you would not normally eat now. It's okay. just uh, just a weird correlation that I thought I'd bring up. Huh. I never thought about that, but that's fascinating. Yeah, it's just my only thought. I'm like, well, I'm, I haven't eaten in 30 days, and all of a sudden I'm craving Taco Bell. What's that about? And it's, <laughs> it's like I, I know I would, wouldn't really want Taco Bell. <laughs> but right. I think I think it's just the body. It's like getting rid of Taco Bell right now. It's purging it. <laughs> and that's all it comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, that, you know, it's funny. I, I sometimes feel like um, – well, again, I'm sharing about like anime, but like in a lot of these anime characters, I don't, and I don't know where this idea came from, but it happens in so many of these shows where there's like the uh, protagonist, uh, uh, like is like you know like way more power than like all the other people in the universe in the world or whatever, and uh, but like they have like a big whatever they're doing, like exerting their energy, having a battle or something, and then like it's a really common thing that afterwards, like they have to eat this just enormous like absurd amount of food. And um, like they'll sit there, they'll be like a buffet, and they just like pot plates piling up as they eat. And sometimes I think about that as I'm like going off and doing all this stuff, and I sit there and I'm like, man, I could eat everything in this house right now. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Um, so it was just kind of a funny connection. <laughs> I, I, I get that sometimes too, where you just get the sensation of hunger. Like I need to take care of the body right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Anyone watching, well, I, whoever's watching, do you have any questions about this? Um, oh, and as soon as I said that, more people started watching. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> if you have any uh, questions, anything you'd like to ask about readings um, or anything you just want to say, share, uh, please do, because we're here to talk about what you guys want to hear. And not, oh, well, we're here to talk to each other and have fun, but... Yeah, that's true. Say too. So, <laughs> and if you're looking to get into doing readings, uh, one of the greatest things that you can do is practice, practice, practice. Like Casey said, years yeah. before he started charging for him, he was just practicing at fellowships. You got to do seventy a year for two years, and there. And I, I described it on previous calls. It's kind of like a scale, like this, right? So your confidence is here, and this is like. Um, lower confidence, higher confidence. And as you do readings, you get validation. There's a tipping point where you really start to feel comfortable doing it. And it's no longer, you know, creating anxiety and stuff like that. Cause you've had enough experiences where you've given information and had validation that you begin to know that you know that you know, and then you can roll with it so much easier. 
And people just starting out, this isn't going to be as much of a problem, but it's something to become aware of as you start to progress. Is that, And this happened for me big time. It was that um, I had already had so much validation from spirit that like there's no room in me for any kind of doubt. Um, but then what ended up happening was I would do a reading like these were before, you know, just doing them for free or trading where I would do a reading, ask for feedback and I would get validation of like, Oh, like this was so spot on about this, 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 and this. And then I'd be like, awesome, sweet onto the next one. And it became almost like an addiction for validation that, or to be accurate, to be like, right. Or something, and um, that held me back for a while from really progressing, uh, because it was I, like I wasn't really focused on just because. And, and this is something that came up in a reading also. It's it's not our job as readers to figure out what resonated, to figure out like how the message is going to impact the person. We don't have to worry about any of that. That's not our job. Our job is just to be the vessel for the message from spirit to flow through, and we we allow that message to flow through, and then we let go and we walk away. Um, so if you are, if you find yourself getting to that point of like, you get something right and you're like, Oh, give another reading and like, Oh, I'll get that one right. And, oh, and it, like, that's uh, an energy that you could fall into and it can hold you back for a while. So become aware that, you know, know that your job is not to figure out how things resonated. If someone wants to share, that's beautiful. And in the beginning, that validation is, is so helpful. And I think like, really necessary for a lot of people, but don't let it become an addiction either. <laughs> yeah. Big time. And you never know, like uh, some people, might not be able to receive something. And I can't tell you how many times this has happened where like a couple weeks later, all of a sudden they send you a message going, oh, remember that thing that I didn't know what was you were talking about? It totally makes sense now because uh, either we call it spirit amnesia, they just don't remember the spirit that came through or it doesn't fit. But then all of a sudden, some sort of experience suddenly puts it into context. And it's like, oh, that's what that was. And so even if people can't take it, it doesn't mean that the message isn't valid. You're speaking to exactly what you know, they're going to, it's going to create possibility whether they know it or not, even if the message is wrong. I shared this on a previous one where I think goodness spirit gave me a heads up because I probably would have traumatized me, but spirit told me I'm going to get up in front of church of the angels. I'm going to give public messages. And for this one person I was going to, every single thing will be wrong. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I get up and, and you do three people. So I deny two people. Then I go to the kid that I know everything's going to be wrong. He's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm like, all right. And then afterwards, the guy, the kid came up to me and he said, you know, I've always wanted to do this work, but I was so intimidated. And if a professional can get up there and screw up, then maybe I can do it too. That's awesome. <laughs> and, that so yeah. And so it's like, wow. So even giving the wrong information, like I, 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 I knew going in, it was going to be wrong. It still was exactly what that person needed for them to break out of whatever place they were in. And in order to receive a possibility from spirit. So like to not judge what you're saying one way or the other, it's hard. <laughs> uh, it could be easier uh, than we make it, but it's definitely a space that you want to hold as, as best you can when you get into this work, because you really, you know, all you can do is uh, say what's coming through and it's going through all their filters and you can't, you can't control 100% how they're going to receive whatever it is you're going to say. And hello, yeah. hello, George. I don't know if this is the George Foreman, you know, but maybe we got a celebrity watching us. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> Probably <exciting>. not. <laughs> um, I wanted to share a story around that, though, about like people not like making the connections right away. I was actually uh, my, giving my mother a massage and um, I was telling her about how I'm like doing more and more readings and stuff. And um, 
she was like, well, are there any beings that want to give me a message? Now, I want to predate this by saying I have given my mother readings in the past where her mother, my grandmother came through and uh, like super specific messages came through. My mother was like crying, telling me that there's no way I would have known that stuff. But those were exactly the way that like mama would have said those words and all this stuff. Um, so she knows that the readings that I give are very, very real and accurate. Um, but uh, in this reading, um, uh, so I asked to see who was there. And uh, my grandmother, her mother, uh, showed up. Uh, but then there was another woman with her. And uh, her and my grandma were just like, I get this image of them just hanging out, sort of like partying, having a good time on this like patio. Um, and uh, I explained this. And my mom's like, what's their name? And I said, um, Genevieve. She's like, I have no idea. Um, and uh, and then I got this like image of certain things happened. Like she went down and picked up a potato out of the ground and like just took a bite out of this raw potato. And then uh, so afterwards, finished the massage. And my mom's sitting there. She's like, you know, the potato thing. She's like, I, she's like when I was a kid growing up on the farm, I used to love eating raw potatoes. And um, and like even still, like I love to just eat like raw potatoes. Okay. And, um, and then and then she's sitting there and she's like, you know what? She's like. The name Genevieve doesn't make sense, but Mama, a really good friend of hers, was named Geneva. And Geneva and your Mama were like really good friends and used to party all the time. And like they loved to get together and party. And um, and so I had to explain because, but, you know, certain people don't understand how this works. So when I'm getting these names, words, messages coming through, these beings aren't actually speaking to me like with their mouths with English. The information is coming through energetically. Then my mind has to translate it into English. So the fact that I was able to get energy and translate something as accurately as Geneva into Genevieve that close is amazing. <laughs> That's able to happen. And so I was like, Mom, do you realize, like, how, like, of all the names that would have come through for this woman that, like, how do you not recognize that? And I still don't know if she fully like realized the scope of like how like amazing that was that that came through. But um, but yeah, so it's like, you know people have different filters. But again, it's not our job to uh, worry about that. Uh, but at the time, I was kind of like it was my own mother, so I was like, "Come on, mom, make the connection." <laughs> um, so I just had to share that little story. <laughs> one, one thing I've also learned as a reader before any reading, um, I always ask, "Is this for my hands?" Or, or reading or healing, and very rarely, only three occasions did I ever get a no. And uh, so one one lady where I forgot to ask, she actually got up out of the reading and stormed off all angry with the message that came through. And I'm oh. like, oh, I forgot to ask. And then I asked it, I got no. I'm like, oh, because the only reason she even wanted the reading for me is because I was the organizer of the meetup. And I wasn't even doing readings that day. I was only doing healing work. So it's really out of context. So I sat down to do it. First thing came out. The truth of the matter is it probably resonated a little close to home. And it was something they weren't willing to work on yet. And that's why it wasn't for my hands. She wasn't ready to go where I would take her, perhaps. Or, or anyway, I wasn't really present was the problem. Uh, but to ask that kind of question. And then there was another time it got us to lead. Um, I did one reading and then their friend came in. And I sat down and I asked and I got a note. And I'm like, oh, you don't really want to be here, do you? She's like, nope. I'm like, she just drag you, drug you along for the ride. She's like, yep. I'm like, we don't have to do this. She's like, good. <laughs> and that was the end of the reading. And as she's leaving the door from Goddess Elite, she turns around. She's like, you know, if and when I am ready for a reading, you're the one I'm going to come to. Oh. And so, so, so even that, even me saying, you know, I'm, you know, the, you know, we're not going to do it today. That in itself was a very powerful message because, 
you know, that that's exactly what she needed. She didn't want a reading at all. She wasn't open to it. Uh, but me being in the space, recognizing that created the possibility for her to get a reading later. She still hasn't come for one yet, <laughs> but I'm uh, waiting. Maybe she's going to watch us one day. She's like, that was me. I'm going to go. Get <laughs> Spe speaking of uh, like uh, resistance that people have, have you, have you ever come across, I'm sure you have come across this, but I've given readings before where um, I met like, you know, so, Again, I'm telling the person, okay, I'm seeing this guide. Uh, this is what they look like, all that. And they ask you a question. I'm just literally listening to what this guide is saying or experiencing the energy and then relaying the message. And then the person will come through and like argue about the message, right? So this has happened a few times. The person's like, yeah, well, you know, I know they're saying this, but, you know, I just really feel if I work with them, maybe it could be different if I work I'm like, listen, like, I, that's the message that came through. You know, if you got your own. So uh, I don't know if you've ever come across that experience and what your kind of thoughts are on um, uh, people well, like, wanting to argue with the information that's coming through from spirit. Not that like they, they and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they're, they're disagreeing that the message is true, but like they're arguing with what that being just said. Like, I don't agree with that message or I want it to be different or something. I have, I haven't had that particularly, but I have had like where I know that and it happens a lot of times when people are in a place of, disillusionment is the word I want to use, where they're just, they're earning the thick of whatever it is, whatever the message is around, and they just can't see it because yeah. they're in the middle of it. And for things like that, oftentimes I get the information coming through in a analogy of a past life because it makes them, out, it's out of context to whatever their current situation is. And then they can see it in the past life and then you relate it to today. So if you feel that like the guy's getting some information and it's not going to be well received, it might you'd be like, well, what could I say that will put this in a different context? and 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 see if a past life might come through first usually it's easier to set up a past life first than have to go back to it because now they're already in resistance of hearing it but if you do the past life first and they can see it outside the context of where they are now now they can receive the message of how it applies today way more easier because you just connected the dots in a different way but it's harder to go backwards because once you hit the resistance then it's like well now what can i say that would create a different possibility here mm. and that may be why i, I do a lot of the times when i am Ooh, excuse me, especially the readings that I do are spirit guide readings. I don't even know if I've mentioned that yet today. Uh, so I talk to, I communicate with people's spirit guides and relay messages back and forth. Um, but a lot of times a guide will appear that the person's like, I have, I have no idea um, like what my relation to that being guide person, whatever it is, is. Um, and then they ask me if I can ask them how they know them or why they're there, what message they have. And uh, a lot of the times, especially if it's like a human spirit, um, the, the being will just show me how they knew each other in a past life. Um, rather than being like, this is why I'm here for you today. Uh, they'll show me like, here's here's what happened in this past life. And then I'll re relay that first. Um, so maybe that was just spirit guiding me to do that. On, on Possibly. I've never thought of that way before. And a lot of times the first, like if you're doing traditional mediumship, oftentimes the very first spirit that would like to come through is one that they did not know while they were alive. And the reason is, is because that spirit has been with them since pre-incarnation. And right. so it might be like great, great grandpa that I never do. And it's like, well, great, great grandpa, I understand that you would like to come through. However, that's not going to be as meaningful for this person because they, you've always been with them. So energetically, they, they, they can't really even see the energy because it's always been there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kind of that disillusionment thing. And then, then you say, well, who, who's here that they would know that would create a different, you know, awareness around this. And they, they can receive it when there's a little bit more validation, a little bit easier. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And so and I want to real quick touch on the difference between what I think is the difference between like mediumship and 
the kind of like spirit guide readings that I do. And I think with mediumship, most of the time people are, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, is most of the time people wanting to connect with um, like human spirits that have passed on, like people they know that have passed on. That's what people are looking for when going for a mediumship. Uh, well, a medium is just connecting with another being and they're the medium that's the connection between whatever from, from the person that's getting the reading to whatever they're talking to. It can be a spirit guide, but you're right. In, in the traditional sense, it's way more common for that to be a uh, someone in spirit, like a mediumship, like spiritualism specifically, originally when it started was all about proving the continuity of life. And you would always have to identify the spirit, three identifying attributes, something from the past and something for the future to prove the continuity of life. Uh, but in more modern days, it's really anything. It could be a spirit guide. It could be a nature spirit and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, well, that was what I kind of wanted to touch on. So like what I do, I don't, well, sometimes like relatives and like beings that the, like, you know, human spirits will come through for people. Actually the reading I just did, uh, her grandfather came through. Um, but uh, other than that, a lot of times I'm talking with like uh, elemental beings, you know, plant beings, um, you know, angels, um, you know, other mythical beings, star seeds, different celestial mm -hmm. beings and, um, uh, and, and all that stuff. They seem to be the uh, beings that I connect with more. Um, uh, it's because, because I had that question come up recently, like, do you do mediumship? And, um, I said, well, I'm not really like, that's not really my specialty is mediumship, but I do these spirit guide readings. And the, the person sounded like they were looking for more of, um, like they wanted to talk to a dead. Yeah. And I, though I do that work, I, I don't focus on that hardly at all. George had a question. I don't know if you have any good reading material around it, but all the spirit interfacing stuff is very reminiscent of the book Bringers of the Dawn. I'm not familiar with it. Is there any good reading or video media that you would recommend on the subject? Video media. Yes. Please check out Shaman's Way. My, that's my YouTube channel. Um, and I have videos on, uh, and there's more coming. I actually have some recorded that I haven't even uh, edited yet, but they're coming, but there are some on there. Um, uh, I have like how to connect with your spirit guides and it walks you through exercise to um, learn to like begin to connect and feel and see a spirit guide. Um, and there's more videos like that coming. Um, and then eventually there'll be online classes and things. But for now, just stay tuned to Shaman's Way on YouTube. Um, also, I do, uh, I, I haven't been doing them lately because spirit's been really pushing me in the direction of doing these um, uh, like uh, live stream readings. Um, but I still, from time to time, will do these shamanic meditations. And um, in these shamanic meditations, we learn techniques to um, enter into like a trance-like state and then travel uh, into co-creational realms of spirit where we can meet with our guides um, and interact with different spiritual beings. And that can be a really great way to um, learn to communicate with beings in a space where our mind is like, ready, or will more readily accept that experience. And then you can start slowly start to learn to bring that into doing so while you're here with your eyes open in the physical also. Um, so yeah, Shaman's Way on YouTube. Is yep. And if you click the, if you look, I know you're watching from YouTube, George. So if you go to the description of this video after, like we have our, our description at the top, but if you look down at the, um, the rest of the text, there is a link to Casey's YouTube channel. There's a link to the HHH YouTube and my uh, personal page or my website or whatnot. Uh, so if you want to check out those things that you can click and subscribe to Casey's website right from there. Uh, and whatever you read or choose to go into, the idea too is to not let whatever you're reading create the definition by which you will enter into the work. It's merely an inspiration. And I look at everything as a trampoline. 
So you have an inspiration from Casey, you have an inspiration from a medium at Lilydale, you have an inspiration from our show today. Use that as a trampoline to take it to new heights versus putting it into a box, defining what mediumship is or what readings are because we said something. So don't let it be a, a definition and conclusion. Allow it just to be an awareness to create a new possibility. And that's really, no matter what you read, if you do it in that viewpoint, it's going to really open up the door of what it could, what it could um, shift in your world in terms of you stepping into this work. Yes, definitely. I, I so love just the way that, that spirit comes through on like both ends and like uh, just the communication, the way things come through. Like you, you have just this beautiful way of like continuing to bring in the possibility and like guiding people to really make sure they're doing that. And like, um, Except then, for when I talked about right or wrong the other day. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we're going to do a whole show. In fact, tonight's Conversations with God stream, which is going to be tonight at 7 o'clock, if anyone's interested, that's going to be going on the HHH channel. Uh, me and Sean Phillips are going to start with Neil Donald Walsh's whole right and wrong um, thing. So we're going to make a whole episode of CWG on it, and then Casey and I are going to do an episode on that uh, sometime in the next week. I'm still letting the energy percolate on that. I know that we'll do it <laughs> when we do it, but it's just like there's still – Maybe there's just a little bit more of a wait time that needs to occur before we dive into that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, and as we're, uh, so I just want to mention now, uh, George, if you're watching uh, uh, still and whoever else is watching, um, I want to make this little announcement. I talked to Hank, I was going to say this. So, oh, do um, you? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, George, if you're watching whoever else is, if you go over to Shaman's Way on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notifications, all that good stuff. Um, not only will you be notified when I'm doing these live stream readings, and uh, so I do, I do like little mini free readings for people. And if you're interested, you can get a full session and, and all that good stuff. But when I get to 100 subscribers, which uh, I'm getting close to like halfway there, and it's been picking up the pace. So when I get to 100 subscribers on Shaman's Way, I am going to give away a full... Uh, session, a full free reading uh, for uh, uh, someone who I don't know how I'm going to choose exactly yet. Spirit will help me. Um, but, uh, well, but Well, the show after your 100th subscriber, you dedicate it for, I'm going to do these little one-off readings and everybody who makes a comment that day, I'll put all your readings, uh, all your names in a hat or whatever, and you draw someone. Yeah, and, and that, 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 that's how I would. Uh, well, just one inspiration, and you have uh, maybe not so much time to think about it because you're probably going to hit it pretty quick. <laughs> I, I think it is going to happen really quick. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, keep. And then after that, uh, I'm going to make another announcement of like what the next little like fun mile mark thing will be. So, um, all kinds of cool fun possibilities there. So, yeah, uh, for all of you interested, since we're talking about spiritual readings, head on over there, subscribe, and uh, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff happening there. Yeah, we'll do something for this one too. In fact, we just hit forty on ours. That's uh, crazy, Sean. So thank you everyone for subscribing. Yeah, <laughs> we, we started this literally just a month ago, and there's some YouTubers that like they might get one new subscriber a week, and we've been averaging a couple of days. So it's been really um, awesome, and yeah. uh, I'm glad that everybody's finding contribution to what we're offering, and we're going to continue to uh, to do it. And we'll have to pick something big, like once we hit a million subscribers on here. Ooh. Yeah, like maybe we'll do like a, a year's worth of coaching or something as a prize for someone. Are you? <laughs> did you just? I'm gonna have to talk to you about that afterward. I think you were reading my my, my mind on on a part of that. <laughs> well, I am. You're the only one in the room, and so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so where was I reading your mind, or were you pulling it out of my mind? Or who knows? Both. <laughs> that happens with me and my wife all the time. Like, well, I don't know who was psychic there. Did I know because you were thinking it, or were you thinking it because I was about to say it, or, <laughs> right. or maybe both? Both is true. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, 
well, we're coming up here close to the hour. Do we want to uh, bring this to a beautiful, uh, natural conclusion? No, I think we should uh, have a train wreck. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll just derail, and it's it's going to get all kinds of really weird and oh, awkward. From well, we'll say final final call for a question <laughs> or a comment, but we're definitely going to do, uh, do this again. And next week, my friend Angie, uh, who is a registered medium at Willowdale, we're going to have her on to talk about mediumship and a little bit about what Willowdale is. That's one of the largest spiritual communities, the largest, uh, one of the largest ones, and it was the first one in the United States, but you have like that one, you have Casadega in Florida, there's Camp Chesterfield and in Indiana. So there's a couple other ones, but Willowdale is by far the most widely known. And there was even an HBO documentary on it, uh, The Town That Talks to the Dead, if you want to go check it out on, um, on HBO's uh, thing or whatnot. But she's going to be on with us and we're going to pick her brain and um, find, discover, d dive deeper into the mediumship part of things. Oh, I like it. I can't wait for that. That'll be so much fun. <laughs> um, well, any last things? Any last things to? Uh, well, or, well, let's give our final thoughts, and then if we have anything to like plug, we can do that. <laughs> well, for my final thought with this with this work is to set aside everything you think you know. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have a lot of different points of view about a lot of different things, and no matter who your teacher is, to not get caught up in their story, but to watch even the physiology of how you do. How people are doing what they're doing. So if you're ever at inspiration stump, watch the mediums. You'll find that when they're getting a visual, they're looking up. When they're getting a feeling, they're looking down. And, and it's not true of 100% of it, but it's enough where, where you can get an idea of well, yeah, they're they're saying they're doing this, but their body is doing this, all this other stuff. Because if you duplicate the physiology, you oftentimes duplicate the result. And it is a way to unpack the teacher in a way that you can get a lot, you can duplicate what that might have taken them 10 years to do. They might not even be aware of the physiology that they're doing, but their body's an antenna for information. And so like, what are people doing with their bodies? I'm gonna watch you, Casey, when you're doing your spirit guide readings. You do, <laughs> oh, geez, you, you, do, you do very specific things when you tune in though. Like if you go back and watch your videos, like what are you doing physiologically every single time? Now I'm going to be so, all self-conscious about uh, it. Oh, no, don't be <laughs> no. no, you can be. But, but, but it's a great way that while people are telling their stories about whatever it is that they're doing, not to get caught up so much in that because now you're looking at the entire picture. You're looking at what they're doing with their energy field. Like Greg Keane is a great example at Lilydale. When he starts with the energy flow, you just feel this convection flow of energy. He's just rolling the circle of energy through the people he's doing the reading for. And it's just like, well, that's how he's connecting. He's creating this energy flow. And, and so like, if you're aware of energy flows and things like that, you're looking at the entire picture of what's happening and you're not getting caught up with any of it, but then you go back and you play with what they were doing and see if you can recreate the same thing they were doing virtually instantly. Oh, wow. I like that a lot. Yeah. And um, anyone interested, uh, I want people to know that mo all of us um, have these abilities uh, uh, and m most are way more in tune and, 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 and are receiving way more communication from spirit than they are currently recognizing that they are. Um, and uh, I, one of the things I do is I coach and I teach people um, how to communicate with their spirit guides one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. And I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh, you know, I would just, I would love it if I could do that. And it would be so amazing. And But in their mind, they're like, I, I, I'm light years away from that. And then I guide them through this simple, like 30 minute exercise. And I'm like, you're already doing it. <laughs> you're already there. And, uh, and so then there's more of a process of like, it, so a lot of it is sort of unlearning. Um, you know, we're, we're taught that we can't or we have certain judgments about ourselves regarding this stuff, uh, but realize that um, you already got it. It's just time to develop more confidence around that. Uh, but if you feel called, um, you know, find someone who resonates with you and, uh, and just start practicing and, uh, and start learning.
Uh, one other thing I want to throw out there, because Spirit gave me this, and I'm just spreading the word. I, uh, they said, sit down, we're going to give you a acronym for the whole COVID-19 thing. And so I'm just putting up my little graphic here. So I got that COVID, it stands for Create Opportunities via Intuiting Divinity. So uh, if whenever time you see that on Facebook, if you see COVID, 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 instead of falling into the anxiety, the false evidence appearing real, the fear of it all, uh, maybe look into how can I connect with divinity today and help create something different on Earth. <laughs> hmm, very fun. Um, and then uh, do you have anything coming up uh, other than Stir Crazy Shaman stuff and all that that oh, we talked about? Tonight there's conversations with God, and that's about all I have coming up. I, I am going to be putting together... I think I'm going to do a two or a four hour class uh, a taste of access uh, probably on May 9th because it's normally my month to teach the bars. And since I can't teach uh, access bars easily uh, by my distance, uh, I'm probably going to make an online class. So I don't have that posted yet, but if you're interested in getting a few access tools, which is a lot of questions and different things to destroy your limitations and enter into possibility, that will be coming up in May. I'll, I will announce it shortly. And my other thing would again be um, uh, so for now. I, I was we kept making announcements about these shamanic meditations, and um, they may they will still be happening from time to time, I believe. Uh, but for right now, spirit is like we're well, really com having fun. Combine them. Combine oh yeah, them. That's a good you know the spiritualist service contains four components. If you go to Lilydale, if you go to Church of the Angels, go to any spiritual service, it is inspiration. So they do a little talk. It is meditation. It is uh, healing and inspiration meeting readings. So they incorporate all four things into mm. their services and singing. Yeah, but like if you go to other than like inspiration stump where it's a straight up message service, if you go to any like Sunday worship service in a spiritualist church, they incorporate the four things. So maybe not necessarily all four right away, but what would it look like if you were to have a stream where you did a little bit of each thing or two things like or it. something like that? Mm, indeed, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but for now, uh, yeah, subscribe and make sure you have the notifications turned on on Shaman's Way, um, because I kind of just go on a first serve, first come, first serve basis. So, whoever's the first people to comment that they would like uh, one of the readings, um, you're probably going to get picked for uh, a free little mini mini version of the Spirit Guide readings that I do. And you haven't been pre-scheduled those, have you? You just go on. There's nope. no warning. Yeah, I just when I, whenever spirit when spirits like do it, I do it. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's been it's been great. So, <laughs> uh, so in other words, Casey's being sneaky with it. So, as soon as you send a notification, you got to run over online, and say yes, I want one, and I get the air my energy. <laughs> oh, yep. so anyway, um, yeah. Thank you all so much for your energy and your attention today. I thank you, thank you, thank you. And in the Quechua language, a Nike, a Nike, a Nike, Arpi Chai Sonkolai. We'll see you next time.